life. I can believe that. You know, for me, I always said, I mean, I'm an Aries. I'm straight to the point. Um, I don't mind telling you like it is, but I do have a hard time hurting people's feelings. Yeah. And so I think that's been one of the issues with a lot of people that I talk to when we have this conversation is not wanting to hurt the other person's feelings that they're just not meeting your needs, you know, and Best they might be out. good people. They might be great people. Uh, but when it comes to the intimacy part of the relationship or just getting those needs met, yeah. they're not striking that match for you. Right. And then you just gotta be honest and move on, or ch or change the nature of the relationship. You know, that's that happens too. Makes sense to me. Makes I'm sense to me. I'm finally friends with I'm friends with all my ex boyfriends now. Um, I'm cordial with my ex husband. We just don't have any reason to talk anymore. But um, if we did, I'd we'd be we'd be fine in the same room together. But I have I have ex boyfriends that I'm like legitimately consider like really really incredibly good friends of mine. Okay. So we just don't have sex anymore. That, I, mean, I still love hanging out with them. That's actually a great segue. Uh, one of my other questions was, did you ever date an ex and, and why? And so Absolutely. that's good good information. Some people um, wrote in that you know they wouldn't uh, date an ex just depending on how the relationship ended, mm -hmm. you know, what the status was, um, if they had actually done the work on themselves and you know things were different because they realized people grow and change sure. and whatnot. Um, I've, I was married before and divorced. Uh, me and my ex, we had a rough breakup, and for a while we were not even speaking to oh. each other. Um, but things, you know, after time, has gotten better, and I consider them one of my best friends. You oh know, I'm saying great. to this day, uh, we can actually talk about a lot of things where once before we couldn't. And ironically, we have even better conversations now than we did when we were together. So. Yeah. Um, I think it is possible to date an ex. I think that is something that, I guess as a saying, saying sometimes it's better to deal with the devil you know than the... Sure, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's possible. Um, okay. I think this is one for the, for the ladies. Um, and you may have already answered this already. Uh, would you have a man for pleasure and then a different man for security? Um, I don't need any man for security ever. I can totally, I'm a feminist. I can do it on my own. I don't need any help from any man. I didn't even take any alimony or palimony from my ex-husband. I took no money from him. I gave him the house. I didn't take any. I took nothing that wasn't mine that I didn't earn from before. Um, I don't, I don't need, I, to say, to ask a, a man for security, what, to, to be my bouncer? Uh, what do you mean? Like, to, to pay for me? I've never had, I've never even dated because I feel uncomfortable with men paying for me in any way. I don't need any help from any man ever. In fact, I'll buy them drinks. I'll take them out. I don't, I, I believe in like pure equality and th that's what puts women behind is when we say that we need men for, s for anything really, but specifically for security. What, for like financial security? Please. Like, I know women make 80 cents on the dollar, but I'm not, I don't, I would never need a man for security. I hear you. We need more of y'all up in Portland. <laughs> you got some friends. I need. I'll get you an <laughs> airplane ticket or something. You buying drinks and doing all that. No, I'm just saying. I don't. I would never. I. It would make me feel uncomfortable for a man to pay for me because then I would feel or to take care of me because then I would feel indebted to them. Right. I would feel like I have to. I would feel a prostitution sort of thing where I have to service them. I have to do certain things right. for them because they are providing for me in a way that I can't for myself. So I. I believe in like. 100% autonomy as a person, 
No. Otherwise, it's codependency. And I already did that with my ex-husband. Right. Like, no, I don't want to be codependent on anybody ever again for anything, even emotionally. I can totally respect that. Um, I think the pandemic really kind of switched some things around for people. I've seen uh, relationships now or people that are coexisting uh, together because of those things, uh, because that security blanket was taken away, jobs were taken away, uh, homes were taken away. And so I've seen people actually just, quite frankly, using each other. You mm. know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And oh so yeah. that dynamic now exists a little bit more prevalent than maybe it was before uh, when a lot of people's securities uh, taken away so that's where that question was was pulled from but i totally can respect where you're coming from you're an independent woman who can get things done on her own yeah. and really respects the idea of hey i bring something to the table i don't need you to you know front my whole existence Never. type of thing i can't that, that that's even that that's even a social an idea that exists in society makes me very very sad or that it's anything that we promote right uh we we have like yeah, we we get we get close to the cool, end cool, of time, cool. man. We yeah. just this world premiere cookie time, monsters, man. This is just going by so good. I didn't mean to to get kind of triggered by that, but that's like one of my like whole feminist. Itch. I think that I think that women are bad feminists when they want it both ways. When right. they want men to take care of them, but then they also want autonomy. You either gotcha. get one or the other. Yeah, I mean, even the whole dating thing, as far as you know, who pays, and you know, I'm old fashioned to the sense that I was raised to you know, treat women and, you know, pay for the meals. And then I was thinking, like, a lot of times women are just dating men because they know they're going to pay. It's a free meal. They're not really interested in dating a guy. And then, you know, it's like you work hard for your money, you know, and it's like, hey, let's do this Dutch thing. You know, if you feel something later on, then we can get to it. (laughs) So I want to get to one last question before we have to wrap it up for this time. Uh, the guys, the show will be going on a little change. They're going to be bringing in some co-hosts uh, when we get back to Portland. Uh, shout out to uh, Lorraine, uh, Miss Lolo, and uh, my boy Ike Chambers, uh, Mr. Ikey. Um, they're going to be co-hosting with me, so we're going to be going through some uh, some uh, changes on the show and uh, making sure we keep it live and fresh. Uh, I think the last question is just one of those cheesy questions that we always ask. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a celebrity you could freak, who would it be? Keanu Reeves. Keanu, tell and, and me why. I don't even have to tell you why. I'm just curious. Okay, okay so for, for the first reason, his girlfriend or wife, I don't think they're married yet, she's a regular lady. She has, like, regular hair that she hasn't dyed. She's, like, she's Keanu Age's age, Keanu Reeves' age, which I think is, he's, like, a real guy. Also, he's in a band, which is super cool. And, like, oh, my God, he's so hot, fucking hot. He's half Japanese. Did you know that? He's, he's, in the, he's in the Matrix, for God's sake. He's the hottest guy. He's, like, tall and, like, lanky, and he, like, hits things. He's great, and he knows, I know kung fu. I mean, I'm not hating on your answer. I know Keanu was one of those guys that a lot of women love. I mean, he has that look. He has that Or Brad Pitt. Factor. Brad Pitt, too. Okay. And Brad Pitt now. Like, Brad Pitt, 50-year-old Brad Pitt. He's fucking hot as fuck. Yeah, Brad can still get it from that, a lot of women um, today. That I, Once I Upon a Time in Hollywood movie, the entire movie was so that I could <laughs> see him without his shirt on on that fucking roof. It was gorgeous. I was like, the entire movie was built so you could see Brad Pitt without his clothes on. Pam, that was you it. you are fucking awesome. You know Keanu. what I'm saying? And with a name like Keanu, I mean, shit, yeah. you're going to get laid. That's the way it goes. Listen, guys, man, my name is Eric Island, man. You guys just tapped into the first world premiere of Cookie Monsters, man. We're going to be getting this recorded and sent out to you guys all over the world. So you guys tap back in with us next time, man. Into the meantime, be safe, lick some coochie, but make sure it's clean, baby. We out.
Oh, Gatsby, that was crazy. six o'clock spencer divine just scared the shit out of me uh we're listening to an old cure album in the fills today because i don't know uh, it just reminds me of high school for whatever reason um yeah that's what i love about comedy i keep getting older and they keep staying the same age uh we're gonna do jokes and stuff there's not a lot of people on the list tonight it's like really short so uh cool and we'll all get out of here early and maybe go to go to the other one it's late or something um, but let's all clap it up for me and do like a couple jokes up front. Woo, clap for me, yay. All right. Really excited to watch World Cup soccer. Been waking up super early. Saw a two o'clock game, 2 a.m. The Swiss team. Everyone's like, why do you follow the Swiss? Jan Summer, <laughs> you're not familiar. He's the hottest man in the whole universe. I don't give a fuck about soccer. I watch it because I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make goals. <laughs> or, or in this case, stop the goals of others. Oh my God, he's the best keeper in the world. He pays for the Bundesliga and now he's on the Swiss team and oh my God, I love him. <gasps> Jan Summer. On a dating app? Nope, me either. I've never done that. That's crazy, right? Dating app? Did you meet your person on a dating app? No, you met in real life? This is a room full of unicorns. My God, people with personalities. How does it happen? I also have never been on a dating website, and I'm 48 years old, and that's crazy to people. So I was thinking, well, what if I do it? What do you do? So I asked some ladies, I said, what do you do? And they said, well, what you do is you raise the bar really high. And then I asked some dudes, I'm like, well, what do you do? And they said, you lower that bar right down. Why can't we just meet at the bar? Isn't that what we used to do? Uh, we just go to the bar and have a drink. We get to talk to each other in person. Woo! So I need to fill out a comprehensive survey before I decide to engage in conversation with you. So I'm single. Uh, so I was, at, I was outside a bar smoking. Trying to meet guys, whatever, standing on the street. And uh, this fire truck came by, woo, 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 and out of it poured teens of hot men, like, whoa, just each one in uniform. And uh, and I love firemen because I feel like firemen and EMTs are all hot because when you're dying, you have to have something to live for. So you look up at them and you're like, yes, <laughs> mouth them out, please. So they ran up this building to go save someone. One of them had an axe on his shoulder. That was so hot. I was like, ow, axe bodies me. Woo, but he had an axe. He went running up the stairs to like, I don't know, save someone from an opiate overdose or something. And then they got, it's San Francisco. And they came back down and they're all filing back into their lovely little truck. And I look at one and I give him a little shoulder and he's like, oh, and we like look at each other, gave each other eyes, we're like smiling and I waved and he waved back and I was like, ah, we were vibing, right? And then they drove off, woo, woo, woo. And I'm so stupid. I didn't get the number of the truck. So how am I going to find this fireman again? So the next week at the same time, I went to the same bar and I paid a questionably housed man 20 bucks 
start a garbage can fire. <laughs> My version of Tinder. Okay, see, I tried to extend it out, and it's still, it's two minutes. It's a two-minute joke. Okay, that's the one I wanted to see how long it was. I'm going to listen to it later and then see what happened. Oh, what was the other thing he wanted me to try? I just don't think it has, I don't think it's funny enough. You guys tell me after. I am the dumbest person alive. That's, a, I have, no, I have proof. I have two accidental gang tattoos. <laughs> how, how, but I have to have two accidental gang tattoos. One of my first tattoos when I was 19, I have on the back of my neck here, and it's because I was a theater major, and it's the ancient symbol, comedy and tragedy. And then I started teaching high school, and one of the kids walked up to me, and he's like, oh, Benjamin, my no car later essay. If anyone ever keys your car, we got your back. And I was like, excuse me? Like, smell not cry later. You've got the Norteño gang tattoo. And I have it on my neck. A traditional place for gang tattoos. Accidental. My second accidental gang tattoo, I used to write fiction. I used to write a lot of novels and stuff. And all of my work is just pregnant with semicolons. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to get a literary tattoo, and it's going to be my favorite punctuation. And it's a semicolon. And then after the tattoo, I found out that it is the symbol for suicide awareness. And I got it tattooed on my wrist. I'm the dumbest person alive. I have two accidents. Okay, so which do you like better? Do you like the fire? Do you like the Tinder joke? Or do you like the I'm the stupid? You like the I'm the stupid and I've got the... Accidental gang tattoos. Oh, well, that's, fa thank you. But it's like, well, if I only get to tell one two-minute joke, it's gonna, I think that the Tinder one is more, because everyone has a Tinder joke, except mine is totally, totally unusual. Like, no one's Tinder joke is like my Tinder joke, because it's like an anti-Tinder joke. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, workshop it. Oh, right, that's my version of Tinder. Well, no, that's because the Tinder is the mechanism of how you get them. And so I'm employing the homeless guy to start a garbage can fire to make, so that I can meet him. Oh, you just got the pun just now with it being Tinder. Yeah, because Tinder is what you use to start a fire. Right, yeah, well, uh, th th yeah, that's my, ver and so I met that the fireman came back. So you think I should add another line in there about the fireman came back, and we went out. And the fireman came back, and then we went out. You see, that's my version of Tinder. So just a little bit extra tease it out that we actually, oh, great, cool. I can do an extra little bit in there. You didn't get the Tinder thing? That's the whole time, this whole time I've been doing this joke, and I'm like, isn't it not? I've been waiting for people, I've been doing it, when I do it in front of like real audiences, they all laugh and get it, and I, maybe that's it. Comedians just don't know that no, none of you were Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, and you don't know that Tinder is what you use to start a fire. That's just so funny to me that they built an app off a name that you don't even know what it means. The only other funny thing like that is when I do my, there is only one God, Andy is a sun God, Ra, 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 and people don't know who Ra is, and I'm like, ah, ha, 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 you're so stupid! Sorry, do you know who Ra is? <laughs> you got everyone in the room knows who Ra is? Sometimes people don't know, and I'm just like, I feel like that's such an obvious one. You didn't know that Ra is the Egyptian sun god? Ra, the, the, the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Uh, 
wow. I, I'm going to start. I, 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 maybe I should open with that one. I think, okay, I'm done. Enough about me. It's about you guys. I don't know what the order is. I have no idea what's happening because this is all weird. So I don't remember who was first on the list or what's happening. You want to pull it out or you guys can, everyone here can like, oh, all right, here we go. Let's, and we can, we can fuck around with time. We, we have time. So at least five minutes. I won't, I won't let you till four. And if you want to do more, it doesn't matter. And here we go. Your first comedian, everybody clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Raw, raw, raw. See, it's the sun god. And all right. Uh, I'm going to bring up an old joke and see how it works because I haven't, I haven't done it in a while. But I'll, let's see if I can um, do it. It's uh, one of the things I enjoy about Facebook is the validation that it brings to your miserable life. You you can post a quote from your all-time favorite film. And even if it's not the most celebrated line from the movie, 87 people will like it. Oh, all right, six people will like it, but you don't, hello, come on in. Hello, come on in. Have a seat. There's chairs up front. Take a have a seat. Um, you don't know why they liked it. You assume that they, they liked that they saw the movie, but it could be that some of them just thought, heard, thought it rolled trippingly on the tongue. And that's your Shakespearean reference for the day. I suppose, statistically speaking, two of those Facebook junkies liked it by accident. They might have been trying to like, I don't know, Squid Games or House of Cards. You don't know. It could be that one of them thought, gee, here's an obscure quote. I'm going to like it and fight fuck with her head. She doesn't know what movie, which scene. She'll think I... I know which movie, which scenes, which character, and who we said it to, and be all impressed and shit. She'll think we bonded. When in reality, I don't know who the hell Mr. Finch is, or why the sheriff of Maycomb County, ex um, oh shit, why the sheriff of Maycomb County insisted that Bob Ewell fell on his knife. Let's just fuck with Little Miss movie quote. Well, that was one of the things I used to enjoy. All right, that joke is never nowhere. I'll work on it and get back to you. Can we please stop shooting people? Yeah, stop shooting and killing. Stop hating. Can we all just take a moment to realize that it doesn't hurt me if my neighbor is black and I'm white? If he's Muslim and I'm Jewish? If he's Republican and I'm not an idiot? In fact, it's an advantage because we each get to learn about someone who's different from us. You teach me about fly fishing or some other dumb shit? And I'll show you how to put OCD to proper use in your life. You all get what I'm saying? Just say it with me. It does not matter if my neighbor is different. We learn and grow from different. And so do you and you and every one of you fuckers. So shut up, sit down, and stop hating. You're making the rest of us look bad. Can you imagine if aliens came down and they saw us? Shooting each other up? What would they think? Well, yeah, that's, that's a bad look. Thank you. I just found the end of the proper end for the joke. <laughs> we don't want aliens. What if Jesus came back? And I don't even believe in Jesus. Well, what if he came back? That would be a bad look, too, right? All right. Um, 
Do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure out they were getting it? Did the word come on down high from the Cavemen Medical Association that said eight hours of sleep is optimal, everyone should get eight hours, and the people want to comply? They look at each other and they say, what is an hour? Where do I get eight of them? They weren't around going, bam, bam, time for bed. All right, we, you get it. You should get eight hours. I, what's an hour? I used to, I, I, what is, I forget. Well, just sleep until the cock crows, and then we'll wake you up when your father comes home from hunting. All right. Isn't, isn't it a shame that gonna has become part of our vernacular? Gonna instead of going to, wanna, wanna, have to, shoulda, coulda, woulda. We're all just a nation of, or becoming a nation of lazy fucks. We should be appalled. You should be appalled. I'm appalled. All right, that's not going anywhere either. I'll leave. I don't. Did I get the light? I didn't. Oh, there we go. I'll leave. <laughs> I uh, I'll leave you with a tried and true. Um, let's pause for a brief second. Okay, that's enough. And reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the. Follow it or not. You're late. I lost track of time. You work for it, part-time, full-time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time or at your earliest convenience. Fuck you, I'm busy. You took your sweet time. Come on, man. I don't have all the time in the world. First time, next time. This is the last time. You're wasting time. Eh, I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut. At any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hourglass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, split second, hold on a second, who's the second, what's up first? I don't know. Third base. That's my time. <laughs> Yay! Glory crowd, everyone. Hurrah, that's our time. I'm so excited that you're um, here today uh, with this special Turkey Day weekend, and it's a small but mighty group here at mutiny radio i'm really happy to see your next comedian here um he disappeared for a couple weeks because i guess he has a life or something or you know whatever um but put your hands together everybody for sam west yay all right thanks everybody oh i'm gonna try to get the rust off of things and there's a few newer things in there I know I smoke too much pot because I can't do basic household chores without messing them up. Like today, I fucked up vacuum cleaning. Here's what happened. I was doing my thing, had my headphones on. They were so loud, I didn't realize the vacuum was off the entire time. Fuck, man, I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. <laughs> then I did the math and realized, oh, no, that means I only have 13 minutes left to brush its teeth with the mop. Father was a single father. He did what he could, but it was hard. You know, he had to learn a lot the hard way. Like growing up, when it was bedtime, he'd take me into the laundry room and stuff me in the dryer. I would toss and turn all night in my sleep. I give him credit, though. You know, he was always there for me. Like, I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. And I did what any terrified child would do. I called out for my dad. 
he came so fast. Like I said, he had to learn a lot the hard way. It's getting too dark. Let's be silly. Y'all wonder if carrots and pumpkins ever get jealous that oranges won the color? I have a horrible compulsion to sort and organize everything I see. My girlfriend keeps saying, you should go to the doctor. I think it's OCD. That drives me fucking crazy because that's not an alphabetical order. I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. Like, I like the strings. Give me the strings. Why only fuck puppets now? I had to break it off with Pinocchio last week. Broke my heart because I really liked him, but he kept saying excessively kinky shit during sex, like, I'm a real boy. I recently lost my job, spent an entire week looking everywhere, retracing my steps until I finally found it. When I went back, they were so gone I had been missing. They fired me. I have a customer support animal. It's a lot like an emotional support animal, but instead of licking its own ass, it puts you on hold for an hour and then fucks yours. On the way here, I drank a lot of water and I had to piss so bad, so I ran into a Safeway. Yeah, shout out water. Ran into a Safeway. I was like, hey man, can I borrow the bathroom? He's like, nah, employees only, sorry dude. I went down the next aisle, I said, hey man, can I have a job application? All right, I'm gonna try crowd work. Not too good at crowd work, you can tell. <laughs> uh, any of you have cool nicknames? What's what's your nickname? The boat? What the what is the backstory behind the boat? Can we get a little backstory real quick? In five or less seconds? Three, two, one. It's the boat, everyone. Give it up for the boat. Oh yeah, all right. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we want to know that backstory. My my nickname in high school. <laughs> my nick my nickname in high school was Piglet. All right. Piglet, you think it's cute or whatever, but both of my parents were police officers. <laughs> the worst fucking nickname you could ever ask for. You know how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a Winnie the Pooh character? Spent every night praying to Christopher Robin to make it stop. Doctors keep giving prescription drugs. <laughs> Let's get right back into it. <laughs> Doctors keep giving pres prescription drugs, like serious pills. Way too easy, you know? We need some guidelines. Like my mattress got <laughs> my mattress got sick last week. I took it. Got my mattress got sick last week. I took it down to the doctor, the sleep doctor. Next thing I know, that Tempur-Pedic was hooked on pillows. Um, I think I'll end it there. That was fun. Thanks all. It's nice to see you again. Hooray for Sam West and his silly puns. What a silly Billy. I love that. I love silly puns and funny things like that. Uh, hey, just to remind everybody, every Saturday at 2 o'clock, there's a show at Atlas Cafe that you're all welcome to join us at your next comedian. So funny, so wonderful, on Hates Debates every week, a killer a slayer, lion tamer. Put your hands together, everyone, for Spencer Devine. Oh
My leg will wake up, and then you guys will wake up. Ah, ah, oh, my God. Ah, this is crazy. Ah, I just came to the open mic. I, how much were the tickets to this? One billion dollars? Calm down. Okay, we only have so much time. Uh, I'm agnostic. As the cos the cosmic equivalent of acknowledging how dumb I am, uh, why would I? What? Why? Why would I fucking? Uh, is there a guy? Why would I fucking know? I, you know, I never went to church. They're like, oh, Spencer, don't you want to be good with the man upstairs? Uh, no, I have fucking five roommates already. Uh, no one, no one else got permission to fucking move in. Uh, it's like a. Uh, do drugs, man. Do do this ayahuasca. You'll be able to see God. Ooh. Well, what's he doing right now? I don't want to fucking just pop in when God's jacking it or something. Like, what's his schedule? If I even if, I, if I'm watching even God sleeping, it's a little bit creepy. Uh, I saw a quote online there was an argument between two people and one of them said an atheist can't find god like a robber can't find the police period <laughs> just such a solid opinion they were so sure what does that mean <laughs> i assume what they meant is that you don't find god God finds you, and that's terrifying. Why is God looking for me? Uh, <laughs> I ain't got no business with God. The uh, how I prefer think of it is, like, if, if you don't acknowledge the police, they can't touch you. Okay, just live in your own world. Hey, freeze! La 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 la. Drop that tea. La 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 la. And then you just get away. It's like the secret of crime. You guys remember when Oprah made us all believe that wanting things was new? She's like, all you gotta do, the secret is want what you want. And then it'll come to you. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've been doing that for a long time, and I don't have shit. Which makes me think that somewhere on a deeper level, I want this for myself, and that's an even more depressing thought. Well, like It's like the drunk me not setting my alarm for sober me. It's just another asshole version of me. Fucking drunk me is a dick. I, tr I, I thought my tolerance was gone because of the pandemic. I stopped drinking because I'm poor. Uh, and, and, and ironically, what I can't afford. Uh, thank you. Um, and I went to a party, and I was like, I'm just going to drink as many beers as I can, and I'm going to get so shit-faced. And then apparently my body remembered that it's 230 pounds in Irish and fucking nothing happened. With free beer, though, there's a lot more room for experimentation. Uh, I went to a rich person Thanksgiving. 
just by accident, my friend's like, hey, do you want to come to a Friendsgiving? And then I walked up the steepest hill I've ever gotten to, and it was a home owned by a guy who owns a brewery and apparently the 10th employee of Google ever. Uh, so <laughs> they had, it was uh, so nice. Their drawers were labeled. Their fridge had food in it that wasn't bad. None of it was leftovers. None of it. <laughs> Fucking now it is because Thanksgiving, and that just sets yourself up for failure. But they had rich people. They had root beer with a pull-off tab. It was like a lid, and you pulled it off like a... That's crazy. Sometimes I'm so poor that someone's like, Spencer, do you want to come out? fill in the blank and I equate that to how much money that would cost me in sandwiches <laughs> like Spencer do you want to go to the movie oh no man that's like one and a half sandwiches or like one really nice sandwich and I'm trying to set myself up for success here uh, if you want to make people uh, feel like you got a lot going on, just say more sandwiches, but in your head, imagine that they're really small sandwiches. So they're like, Spencer, do you want to come and see the Red Hot Chili Peppers play at the Fillmore? And you'd be like, no, that's like three sandwiches. Fuck the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's my last message. Have a good night. Spencer Devine, everyone, is a genius. He's a genius and so funny and I love him and you're so weird. Weird, weird, weird. Uh, all right, your next comedian. I tried to poison her the other day on accident. Put your hands together for coming to sing. Yay! Context. Pam was like, uh, she just, she offered me cookies and I was like, yay, cookies! And then they had nuts in them, so my throat like only slightly closed up. It was all good. It was very, I had a Benadryl later. Um, okay, so I, uh, I didn't go home this, uh, this weekend to my family on the East Coast, but, um, you know, I will. I will next, next month. And I'm kind of like not eager for it because my mom, I feel like my mom isn't even my mom anymore. So, like, she's more like my niece's mom. I don't know, like, because she's a, she's a grandma now. And she doesn't, like, do things for me anymore. She doesn't, like, cut me apple slices. She doesn't, like, you know, take care of me. She's always, like, taking care of my stupid niece. And then, I don't know. I just feel like my mom has this insane, like, attachment towards my niece, like, Anytime my niece is, like, crying or having a fit, she's like, oh, let me give her, like, this pacifier. Or, or, like, oh, let me give her a bottle. Like, oh, let me give her a cocoa melon. But, like, you know, one time my niece was crying, and I was just like, I'm just going to let you cry. I'm just going to let you cry. And my mom was like, why, like, why are you doing this? Why, why, why don't you take care of her? And I was like, Mom, because sometimes she needs to know that life is hard, and there are obstacles that are going to be in her life that are going to completely ruin everything. You know, like like she's going to lose her cousin's turtle and he's going to steal her iPod and it's going to drive a wedge in the family, but she's not going to know that it's because actually because of the iPod and her cousins are going to be douches and she's going to 
have great friends who then abandon her because they feel like she's violating their personal boundaries. And then I shoved her because it's my mom. She's my mom. I have Krishna and she has Roshni. Um, I think women, uh, I feel like there are all these movies about, like, women superheroes, and I just feel like it's so excessive, because, like, the women superheroes are always, like, now they have to be, like, super strong, right, and, like, they're just, like, killing these men, and I'm, like, that's, I just feel like it's not realistic, like, why can't we just celebrate women as superheroes for doing things that they're, like, kind of good at, like, like, for example, uh, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, <laughs> like, women, we, like, gather berries. Like, our ancestors were, like, gathering berries, and we were stealing shit. And, like, you know this, because if you ever see a woman in her primal state, it's, like, at a frat party, drunk as fuck, and she's just, like, stealing, like, a bunch of, like, what is it? What is it called? Shot glass. She's, she always has, like, 20 shot glasses in her hand and, like, a flag that says beer with a California bear on it. She's like, this is mine. This is, this is mine. It's mine now. Like, I just think that that's how we're really, like, and I think a really great woman superhero would be like, you know, a woman who uses the, pro the, the hope of a relationship to get a guy to move various household items up her stairs while she's moving, like a sectional and a dresser and a wardrobe, um, all while just eating a slice of pizza. Okay. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, this is like the last thing I'll say is I, I, I don't do uh I don't do one night stands, okay? I've uh I've done one one night stand uh and I've always been worried like what if the guy murders me? Um but I was at a bar and this guy approached me and he was hot. So I was like, well, it's worth the risk. And we go home, we're like things are getting sexy, he can't get it up and he says it's because his he's stressed because his brother has killed you should have murdered me, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I was a one night stand, okay, his contact information wasn't even my phone, like it would have been bar, hot guy, but now it's bar, brother cancer, you know, and he could have said anything else, he could have just been like, it's the whiskey, or my dick is racist, uh, you know, but he chose to be completely honest, um, which is kind of disappointing. And I, you know, I, I did want to be supportive, so I was like, so your your brother, you know, does his dick work? Um, but, no, I, I obviously didn't say that. But, you know, you might feel bad for him, but I feel like I was hoodwinked because I was 22 when he was 34. Like, he, he knew, like, he saw me and he was like, she's young, I can waste her time, you know? And that's what he did because having sex with him was like making a sandcastle. Because his dick kept slipping through my fingers. Okay, thanks, guys. Cover to sing! Yay! I always like to call that um, a bubblegum garbage party when you're trying to suck their dick and nothing's happening, and it's just like, what's happening here? It's a bubblegum garbage party. What is that too? Is that too much? <laughs> is I. <coughs> No, that's there used to be a show here um, called Bubblegum Garbage Party. And I don't know if that was the derivation of the meaning, but that's what I attribute it to. So that's not just a bunch of words shoved together, everybody. Jumble them around in your mouth. Your next comedian, what a funny young man, and it's so lovely to see him here. Clap your hands together 
for Ian Langlands. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? What's up, everybody? Uh, it's good to be here. I've noticed um, I'm Gen Z. Is anybody else from Gen Z? Yeah, Gen Z. I, uh, anytime I run into anybody uh, in my parents' generation in their 60s and 70s, they always treat me like I'm the ambassador of my entire generation. They ask me very specific questions. They'll, they'll come up to you. They'll be like, Ian, why is everyone non-binary? And I'm like, I don't know, Grandma. Can you just make the turkey? Let's get to business. They think I have all the answers. It's not. That's not how these things work, you know? It's just like I don't have the answers to everything, but then if I don't understand something from their time, they get very mad at me, you know? Like, what's up I got called mentally disabled for not knowing the lead actor of Gilligan's Island? That felt very excessive. I'm not caught up on 1960s pop culture, okay? I'm not going to get that shit. And then, I, and then the flip is, like, I'll explain them technology. And it, like, blows their mind. Like, it just is insane to them. It's like, why do I have to know your time, but you don't have to understand I don't get that. My dad was like, Ian, if I send you a hashtag, can the world see it? No. Why are you sending hashtags in the first place through text? Is there's, it's a very confusing thing that you're doing. I think that that's stupid. And then you'll call them out, and they get very defensive. They get very macho. They'll be like, Oh, sorry, I come from a time where we worked hard, okay? Where we did not have seatbelts and our fathers abused us. And we lived under constant threat of a nuclear holocaust as serial killers were in the street. I'm like, that sounds fucking awful. What are you even talking about? Um, <laughs> it, it's always funny. Is it, I mean, it was such a long time ago. The way people talk about, like, old. Hollywood, like 1950s Hollywood, is so funny to me. Because it's like, they'll just like, 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 they'll talk about like the most heinous crime ever, and they'll be like, that was Hollywood, you know? They'll be like, yeah, you know, uh, Cary Grant used to down a bottle of vodka and puke it back out onto Kim Novak, but that was Hollywood, baby. I don't know what I'm going to do with that joke. That's fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, let's get to it. I, uh, I, I don't like. Whenever anything, so whenever something bad happens to you or like a family member, and people reach out, they always go, "There's never anything you need. Don't hesitate." Yeah, you guys know about that. It's just bullshit because they they don't mean it. They don't mean that statement, but they just say it to make themselves feel better. You know, like my grandma passed away, and nobody brought me the eight ball of cocaine I was asking for. I was like, "Mima would have wanted this. Come on, guys, you fucking cool, dude." What they do, what they do, like if you don't really give them an answer, they bring food. You know, you know about that. They just bring you food, so it's like you don't have to cook, I guess. But it's like that's not really gonna help sometimes, you know. Like I don't think anyone's ever been eating an oatmeal raisin cookie and thought, "Wow, this is so great! I almost forgot that I have lupus. This is just delicious." I need a better. I need. I need a better. I need a better disease. Yeah, everybody just, come on, keep talking. I wasn't in the middle of a joke. I don't even want to continue anymore. That was it. I, there was a whole rhythm. It's done now. I, I'm done. Bye. I, I, it was, I was in the rhythm. It's the whole rhythm.
Oh no, I feel really bad. Oh no, I'm sorry. You know, I feel so sad now. I ruined this joke night. I'm such a jerk. I'm really sorry, Ian. I feel terrible. I bet we're, you know, your mustache. I've had to. I had to say something at some point. <laughs> You know I love you. you know I'm, I'm jealous. I just I wish I could grow one of such uh, girth. Um, <laughs> your next comedian. Your next. I'm sorry. I I'm 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 losing my mind. You guys know that, right? It's okay. Your um your next comedian is new to the room, and I'll see if I get their name correct. Put your hands together, everybody, for Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's another one. I'm Gen Z, so I'm trans. Get with it. I'm non-binary, and I don't know. You must not be in the group text. We all are. Um, I use he and they pronouns. I go by Spencer. I actually used to come to this room a lot in high school when the stage was over there. That's before I trans, so it's different now. I go by Spencer, I was at a different open mic, and a woman came up, and she was like, is that your real name? Which, obviously, she's asking if it's my legal name. and I don't want to admit, no, it's not. So I said, it's real to me. <laughs> Which is just kind of how names work. <laughs> was hoping for the best. You might be able to hear it in my voice. I've been on testosterone for almost four months. It's really exciting. It's also a controlled substance and a steroid, so I have to like show my ID every time I get it, and I've been going to the gym a lot. If I'm on a steroid, I can't waste that. I gotta use that while I can. It's mostly been the same for my muscles, but there's one thing that's a little bit different. Like I can't quite, I mean, I'm doing it fine now, but it's like, I just can't put the toilet seat down anymore. Men told me life in society would be so much harder, but I guess I never listened. Ugh. I um I came out in college after I came to mutiny in high school and um I was a physics major at the time. I had a professor told me tell me that he was sad he lost a woman in STEM. I hope they find her in there. That sounds terrifying. It really does. There's one thing I was gonna say. I'm gonna check my notebook. Now that I feel more masculine, I'm more comfortable enjoying feminine things like true crime. I thought for a while, I really did think I was a woman growing up because I thought womanhood was like being harassed and being catcalled and putting too many exclamation points in emails. And I can still do that. And, you know, I am still, when I'm outside, nervous about being harassed and catcalled. And also, I'm nervous that I won't be harassed or catcalled because that means that I'm ugly. So I strike the middle ground where I'm just nervous. I was on the way here. I don't even believe it. I was driving. I was on the way here and a guy saw me from his car. He yells, hey. He yells, hey, you need to stop at the red light. You almost hit a biker. Does that ever work for him? Does he ever get women that way? Men just don't know how to talk to people they see as women. It's, it's really ridiculous. It's a tragedy. Um, 
Thank you for being patient. Parents also talk a lot about like the nuclear war. It's a definitely a generational thing. There's also Thanksgiving. I saw a lot of like nasty political stuff. It seems like people hate trans people more than they used to. Maybe I'm just more aware of it. But I, you know, for my self-care, I don't look at the news during the day at all. It's about mental health. I do it at night when I'm tired. Maximum damage to my psyche. It's all about efficiency. I, you know, I've. There's this idea that I think a lot of older women have that like people are transing out of womanhood because of misogyny, which doesn't quite make sense to me because the people who hate women are gonna also have a problem with non-binary people. You don't get out of it that way. Like they're not gonna see a they, he next to my name and be like, oh, so you can drive. Nobody has that reaction. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. I, um. The real reason I'm tran trans is just to stop women from passing the Bechdel test. All my friends I've had since elementary school doesn't count. Um, I've been in a relationship for a little over four years, not a dating app, just met him in college, and there's a special term for when you start dating someone before you transition. It's very online. I don't know if you're on that part of the internet. And so I would say I'm with my boyfriend for now, and uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> after top surgery and all that. I, I did grow up here and now I live in LA and I'm still on my dad's health insurance. And yeah, no, it's a relief, it's a big one. And I'm worried that he is going to see the surgery on the insurance bill, which means I'm going to have been in LA for just a few months and already getting plastic surgery. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, I'll end it quick. Um, my brother is a Make-A-Wish kid. My brother actually has cancer, like for real. And also for the joke, I asked his permission before I tell it. He made a full recovery. Yes, except he is conservative. They, they say the red wave is dying out, but I can tell you it's just in remission. And <laughs> he asked Make-A-Wish for a car. They said no because a car is unsafe. Apparently they have, the Make-A-Wish Foundation has rules about what gifts you can get for safety. He originally asked for a trip, but they weren't doing like plane trips abroad. What did Make-A-Wish do? Did they send a kid on that one flight to Malaysia? Like what has happened to the Make-A-Wish kids that they have had to make rules about where the money goes. Like, ah, oh, someone went to the zoo. Well, at least he got to feed the alligators. You know? Like that, I worry about it. That has been the light. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be back. Keep your hands clapping together for Spencer. Yay! That was very funny. Uh, hey, we've got another comedian who's new to the room. So clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion, everybody, for Ross. Yay! selling merch after the show <laughs> you know what really fucking sucks his real nickname is the banana and he <laughs> threw me under the bus for that bit how weird that there's like this love connection like your brother had cancer that's her type um <laughs> 
Um, what's up, guys? I, 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 I live in L.A., but I'm, I'm back home for the Thanksgiving holiday. Grew up in Marin County and apparently couldn't find a mic that's closer than the Mission District, so <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, thanks for the welcome back. Um, interesting that we have to, like, grow up to find out how fucked up our friends' parents were as kids. Like, uh... You know, you grow up and like your kids are your friends are like weird or whatever. Like you go over to someone's house, you're like, this house smells funny. And you go back, you're like, they were cooking meth. Like that's what meth cooking smells like. So I grew up, you know, and then went off to become, you know, a fairly normal aspiring comedian at the age of 34 um, in Los Angeles. You know, the healthy way to grow up. Um, and then like, you know, some kids that I went to high school with are now uh, like, like on masculine. And, and, uh, so they're doing better than me and I just don't, I can't figure out, um, how, <laughs> what a time to hit a fucking pipe in the back there. Let's hope it's weed. It might be PCP. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I parked my car and all I've heard lately is about how dangerous San Francisco is. So we'll see if I might need a ride home afterwards. Um, we'll figure all that out. Um, oh boy, this is gonna be a weird fucking transition, but we're going into it. Hitler was kind of a disappointment, huh? Like, just that, uh, like, come on. Like, that guy had so much potential and then went off to go off the rails and kill a bunch of people. And, and if you've seen his art, you know what I'm talking about. And I just think it's so important, you guys, to, to learn from that and support your artist friends. Because if if you don't go to their comedy shows they could genocide. And I just feel like it's worth, like, buy the painting. Just buy the fucking painting. All right, there's something there. Um, my sister just had a baby. Don't, I'm, I'll tell her you said so. Um, my, my sister, yeah, my sister just had a baby, and um, they didn't do a gender reveal, which was uh, good, but also disappointing, because I really wanted to, it, it's a, you know, it's a boy for now. Um, but I got you. Um, I, like, that was, you know, I really wanted to bust your chops about that because I'm a very progressive guy by moderate standards. And I, you know, a lot of people, like, when they, when they have a child, they'll start an Instagram account for their child. And I'm just like, that's okay, that's fine. But I'm starting an OnlyFans for my child. You know, uh, just really cash in on those feet pics while they're good. Uh, <laughs> 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 um... I hate that I have to keep opening up my phone. Okay, um, okay. So, I, but I around I one up my sister B. She's like, we're having a kid. I'm like, I'm getting a dog, and I'll get mine first. You have to wait nine months. Uh, so I got a dog, and he's great. And I've been training him. And my parents are like comparing my 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 sister's son and my dog, which is great because Walter's winning. Oh yeah, Walter's the dog. Um, oh yeah, because <laughs> Walter can roll over now, and I taught him to jump over things. And my, my nephew still can't. You know, I have him on the leash, and I'm dragging him, and he just keeps <laughs> banging into stuff. <laughs> um, that's, uh, uh, you know, there's so many different types of sexualities, hard pivot, but so many different types of sexualities today. And uh, anyone here know what sapiosexual is? Yeah, sap you know, what is it? Almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, but sapiosexual is when you're, like, attracted to intelligence. Um, and I consider myself bisapiosexual because I'm attracted to both really smart and really dumb people. Um, <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one and then I'll probably end on something strong. But uh, I was, <laughs> you know, just like sets of expectations in the room. Like you guys can all, if you wanted to check a message on your phone, now's the time to do it. Um, so uh, I, I was walking by the beach one day and I was, you know, kind of going over my head about my career and you know, like this whole aspiration for fame that maybe only one of you has because only one of you moved to Los Angeles. Um, but uh, like this aspiration for fame, and I was walking by it, and I was like, the waves don't care. The, the waves on the beach do not care. Like, nature doesn't understand fame. It's a very human concept. Like, if I was walking down the beach, and John Lennon was walking down the beach, and a riptide came and was going to take one of us, it wouldn't be like, oh, I can't. It's John. He wrote, I am the walrus. <laughs> and then the tidal wave's like, he married Yoko and takes him out to sea. Um, all right. There's something there. All right. Um, dating apps, right? Are we on dating apps? Which one are you on? No? That, that one night stand really turned you off from all that stuff, huh? Oh, congratulations. Taken right now is, I think, a Liam Neeson movie as well. Um, <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills <laughs> to lock you down into monogamy. Okay. Um, anyway, dating apps are, are uh, I'm back on them for the first time in, in two years, and it is equally as infuriating as I, I remember. Um, and it's just... Everyone seems to have the same six poses. All of these girls are, you know, just like hand on their hip or like doing like a duck face. Or, or my favorite is the owl. I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with the owl, but the owl. It's like they were they were out somewhere and she was facing the other direction and they were like, "Hey, Lydia, we're gonna take a photo." And she's like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's not my time, but that's my set. So you guys have a great night. Thank you so much for being so warm. Yay, Ross, that was lovely. Come back anytime. Um, I have two jokes I want to run through, and we're hoping that Boris Shakurko gets here in time. So clap for me. Yay, clap for me. I'm in a... I'm in a roast battle at Cobb's coming up, and I'm just going to run through my four jokes for y'all. Because there's no way she listens to Mutiny Radio anyway, so it's fine. So I get to roast a person named Kat Pignotti. You don't know her. The rest of us do. She runs an open mic. I know. Her name's Kat Pignotti. Please, for the love of God. Like, um, but she runs an open mic on Mondays, and it's a great open mic at the Blarney Stone. Everybody go. It's like a 9 o'clock show, and there's always a bunch of drunk regulars. Anyway, she always wears these donut pants, and they are spandex. And she is of a size that I wouldn't personally have the confidence to wear spandex, but I support her confidence and I love that she does that. She wears donut pants and that's, we're friends. I'm gonna get that out of the way first, all right. So I'm gonna get up on stage. Yes, yes, it's Kat, uh, Kat and I. Kat and I are friends, uh, we, we know each other. Uh, she's, she's a 10, she's definitely a 10, but that's how many drinks she has a day. <laughs> yeah. Kat drinks so much that when she flosses, she bleeds Jameson. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it's you can it's good to be friends with her, you get free booze. Uh, okay, so that one that's one little section is that. And then the next section is she has an amazing fiance, Larry. Everybody clap it up for Larry. Oh my god, Larry's amazing. And I hope that they never have kids because the only sage motherly advice Kat can give to her child is going to be if you are doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. 
Good job, Cat. Mother of the year. Get it, girl. Okay, so there's that one. And then there's, okay, Cat smokes a lot. That's cigarettes, you guys. Uh, the only reason she would be called a smoke show is if she was kidnapped by the circus to be a freak. And they were like, do, 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 do. step right up, everybody. Check out the smoke show. She can smoke one pack of cigarettes in 20 minutes. That's probably the weakest one. Yeah, I'm kind of banking on the act out. Okay, the last one is a lot of y'all don't know that Kat is an incredible karaoke singer. If only karaoke was a job that she could do because she's really, really great at singing karaoke. All right, everybody, this debate, or this debate, this roast is over. It's time for the cat lady to sing. She's a little rotund, so I'm not fat shaming. I'm being oblique about it, though, right? Right? Clever? Eh? So you're, you guys are saying basically that third joke I got to work on. The smoke show joke, not that funny. Okay, good. Thank you for your feedback. I'm going to be doing I'll work on those jokes. Okay, here's the other joke. I did some acid on Saturday to get my head right. It did not work. <laughs> I, did, I, burned, I burned some bridges. I sent messages out to It was a bad thing. But I was thinking about some really incredibly deep thoughts. And I was thinking a lot about breast milk. Because it's so weird that women have a gland on their body that at a certain time of year, or at a certain time, like you have a baby, there's a certain time in your life if you have a baby that this thing happens and there's this liquid that comes out of your body that has nutritive and caloric, caloric, caloric and nutritive content. No, everybody thinks that's normal. No one thinks that's fucking weird. And then we do it to animals and they're like shaped like penises and they, and, but it happens with women. But men all the time can create a liquid that has both colorative and nutritive content and protein even. And I'm not, before you think I'm advocating for babies to suck dick, I'm not. I'm just saying that there is the key to solving world hunger in your nutsack. Right? Like you could homogenize it and pasteurize it. You could make nut butter. What is happening? Like, and you get it. You can make it your whole life. And with women, though, we fetishize it and it's weird and it's like, rah. okay, so that's my other premise I'm working on. So Boris Shakurko isn't coming, I guess. We tried. We held it for him. Sorry, Boris. I'll have to. And let's all go to Slate Bar. No, I'm not. I'm just looking out the door wistfully that if he's, that if he came, there's an open mic at Slate Bar now that we should all go to if you want to pick up more time. Okay, everybody, thanks so much for being here, and happy Thanksgiving, and um, this was super fun. Thanks, J.W. Blunt, and uh, we'll be back Monday with Joke Workshop, and tomorrow tomorrow at 2 o'clock at Atlas, uh, everybody come out there and get sets. You too, J-Dubs. J-Dubs, you too, tomorrow at 2 at Atlas. Yeah, if you want to play, play the music, the, yeah, 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 please, please, please. So um, people listening out in the world, come to Atlas tomorrow at 2. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be lovely. We're going to do sets. It'll be funny. And uh, all right. Yay.